This is episode number 95 of the Church Collective Podcast. In this episode, I had the opportunity to talk to Phil Wickham about his latest project and really how I was inspired by the fact that he lost his voice for a good chunk of time and uh, really had to come to terms with who he was in Christ uh, as being much more important than uh, just being a worship leader and a songwriter. Just a really, really tremendous conversation. So we're going to jump right in with the Church Collective Podcast, episode number 95. Yeah, the new record's called Children of God, and I'm so excited about this record, and I think I'm so, like, proud of it and connected to it because it really started from a pretty pretty personal, serious place. About two years ago, I lost my voice because I had a polyp on my vocal cord, mm. and I had to have surgery on my vocal cord, and the doctor told me that I would have to be completely silent after the surgery for two months, no talking, no singing, and even after the silence... Um, he told me that there's a small possibility that it could heal poorly and I wouldn't have like as much control over my voice. He said to the extent that even in some cases, some people can't sing professionally anymore, which I went from like, you know, full on touring two, three weeks earlier to being in the hospital and then saying, Hey, we got to have surgery and you might need to find a new job pretty much. And I started just freaking out. I felt depressed and confused and frustrated and afraid for what the future held. Um, but I think the heaviest emotion I felt and most surprising was just I felt I felt kind of lost like like my identity was that I was a singer and a worship leader and without that I just thought who am I what am I like this is what people say I'm good at and this is what I've been doing since I was 13 years old and sure. so what am I supposed to do now you know and and I remember just feeling so um, just depressed and freaked out and I, I remember getting in the spare room of my house crying out to God saying, God, I don't know what you're doing here. Everything seemed to be going great. And now it's like come to a halt. And, um, I just would love, I know you're probably doing something, but it's hard to trust you. I would hard to trust you. And I would love to hear you or see you in this somehow. And you know, he, he, he actually, I felt like he really spoke to my heart, hmm. um, in a way that is not in a very clear way that doesn't usually happen. And, um, in, in such a clear way. And I felt like he was saying, Phil, I'm your father. You're my child. Just trust me. And, um, and so I had, I had this flood of peace in that moment where he just said, just trust me. I just thought, so I just felt like I heard him say, I'm your father and you're my child. Just trust me. And even though those are words that I've heard my whole life, like growing up in church, like we're the children of God. Um, those words hit me in such a powerful way. And I had this flood of peace and freedom and victory just kind of enter my whole being. Um, this idea that God, the creator of the universe, loves me so much to welcome me into his family and that if God is for me, then who can be against me? And I started like looking up all these scriptures about being a child of God. There's a beautiful one in First John where it says, see what great love the Father has given unto us that we should be called the, child of, the children of God. And uh, there's another one in Philippians 2.15 where it says, so that you may become blameless and pure children of God without fault in a warped and crooked generation, and then you will shine among them like stars in the sky. And I just felt like I'd never even read that verse before, and I had this vision of like the children of God, each one being like this little beacon of hope and light in a, in a dark world. And um, and we have everything inside of us to like light up the world around us, and change it for His glory and with His goodness. And I just I just felt like like refreshed and renewed, even though I didn't know if I was going to literally be able to sing professionally again, like go around and tour anymore. 
yeah. I knew that everything's going to be okay because God is on my side. And, and so I didn't realize right then, but this idea about our identity being so much more than the applause of men or what's, or the, the degrees or plaques hanging on our walls or what people say we aren't, or what we are, our, our identity is first and foremost what God says we are. And in him we are given and set free and made new and blameless, born again. I mean, so many things we are in him. Sure. And we're his children. And so anyways, that's where so many of these new songs were born out of this kind of newfound, fresh view of our identity in Christ and this sure. fresh view of his love for us. Yeah, neat. So when you, you know, were on like complete vocal rest, were, did you find that you were writing stuff uh, anyway, like in your head maybe? Like, or did like the songwriting aspect kind of get completely set down during that whole process? Um, uh, there was definitely some inspiration for like ideas of what I wanted songs to be like. Like I knew I, I knew I wanted a song to be called Children of God. You know, I knew sure. there's going to be something about almost like like the fight song for an army that doesn't actually fight but just loves. You yeah. know, like I knew that I wanted that song. I, I had no idea what it was going to sound like or what it was going to say. Sure. And so I almost wrote down some titles um, before I even like knew what the song was going to be. So like Children of God. And there's this song that says Your Love Is Better Than Life. So my lips will continually praise you. And, um, and so I, I just thought, man, that, that's how I feel right now. It's like better than, better than, you know, anything else, better than wh- whatever, whatever else might come our way or might be taken away from us. Like God loves me better than all these things. It's more important than all these things. And so I wanted, I wanted a song called Better Than Life on the record. Yeah. And, uh, and so, yeah, I definitely got a lot of inspiration, but I think just out of just finding God in a fresh and new way and then, and actually, like, just to kind of close up the voice story, like, sure. um, I was supposed to be silent for, like, two whole months before, like, the scarring started to go away, but I, I got checked, like, three weeks after the surgery, and they said, like, it was completely healed, and they mm-hmm. couldn't even believe it. They didn't, they didn't even, they'd never seen it happen that fast. And, sure. um, so I think that was a direct answer to prayer, mm-hmm. and uh, just God intervening and just showing once again his power. And, uh, and so, so after getting healed, starting to write songs, just not, not like direct songs about, you know, once I couldn't sing, you know, I can, but <laughs> right. just songs in response to his love. Like there's a, the first single on the record is called your love awakens me. And, um, it's just, it is about exactly that. Just a fresh revelation of God's love for me, like reawaken my heart to purpose and passion and meaning. And then that's where that song came from. Do you have any advice on somebody who feels like you know everything's going just the way they need it to go and you know something's likely going to go wrong in the future like you have any how could somebody prepare themselves for that like man well first of all it's so hard to do this but and and james has a crazy verse where it says uh this is counted all joy when you fall into (laughs) various trials um and that's such a crazy thing to say i mean um to say like hey when you fall into you know, disaster or something comes your way that's challenging. It says, count it all joy. Why does it say it says, it's because the testing of your faith produces patience and let patience have its perfect work. And, um, what that's really saying is like, Hey, like ultimately God is going to do amazing things in the Valley and that he's going to work in you things that could never have been worked, um, in you. Um, when, when you were up on the mountaintop and uh, it is so challenging make your heart, make your soul, make your face smile and make your heart glad when things just are, you seem in over your head and things are tough. Um, 
and I, I mean, I've, I kind of lost my voice. I mean, people go through things a hundred times harder than that. So, um, you know, everybody has different degrees of what they go through, but God says he's working these greater, bigger plans, you know? Yeah. Um, and so that, that's one thing I saw just firsthand in this whole thing is that I wouldn't, now, now how everything went down, I mean, it was tough. It was tough. It was like six months of having to cancel um, worth of events and shows and not knowing what the future held. But now in hindsight, God did a work in my heart and in my family's heart and brought us closer to him yeah. and inspired a whole new record and a whole new season of my life. And so that's one thing I should say is just like, even in the valley, God is working things together for good. And, and another thing is just, um, as you see God now, like if, as you're saying, like for people that are maybe going through a good time and those things are bound to come, like um, use the vision that you have now of God, you know, almost like, um, like you can see, like up on the mountaintop, you know, you can kind of see yeah, a better vision, so to speak, you know, of like what's coming ahead and you can see God in it all. You have a bigger idea of the plan and the way out. And uh, man, hold it all in your heart of God's goodness, and God's faithfulness and, and what God is doing in your life now because know that just like that, that valley, that, you're, that storm you're walking through is just a way to get to the next mountaintop, you know, that's going to be better and fuller and bigger. And, um, so, I mean, I guess those would be my two words of encouragement. It's just like, Trust that God loves you, and that He's working a better thing for you. You know. Sure. Are there any um, any practical advice you have for singers like coming off of this now? Like, do you do different kind of warm ups, different kind of you know special tea that you're just like super into all the time now? Yeah. Well, I I implemented like four or five super very easy, very simple things. I feel like I'm stronger than ever now vocally, sure. and I've been able to have more endurance and. Uh, so I'll just list off a couple of them. Like one is just like drink a lot of lukewarm water throughout the whole day. Just like not like right before you sing, not just right while you're singing, but like like make make sure your body is super hydrated. And get a lot of sleep. Like it's just super basic stuff. But if you're singing a lot, you need a lot of rest. You need your body to recuperate. Yeah. Um, the days you're singing, like it's not just singing that tires out your voice, but it's also talking. Sure. Um, and some places you don't realize like you're you're talking louder than you should, whether it's on an airplane or in a busy restaurant or, you know, or something like that. And, uh, and so like be very like aware of like the level you're talking and how much you're talking because you're using the same muscles as when you're singing, um, and find a really easy, simple, good warm up and do it every time. And then, um, a warm down is helpful as well. A lot of people forget that part. But just like, you know, I have a 12-minute warm-up I do. It's not like some hour-long thing. It's a 12-minute warm-up um, that helps so much. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's like, it's like man, limit the use of your muscle of your voice as much as you can during the times you're singing a lot. Get a lot of rest, a lot of water, warm-up, and you'll notice a massive difference. Yeah, cool. What, um, what have you been, like, reading, or how are you keeping inspired now? Man, I'm just full-on going full speed ahead with this new record yeah. and um so now that i've got like the story to tell of kind of what god did in my life two years ago i have i mean i've been super vocal about it i i let people know that i was going through surgery and i, I might have written a blog or two about some stuff god was telling me but sure. now i'm i'm telling the story of of this record and honestly like reliving a lot of these memories again and the stories behind these songs as just like almost kind of re-inspired me all over again to sing these songs and sure. that's what I've just kind of been diving full on into it's it's cool like you know 
a lot of the same, like maybe four or five Bible verses that I kind of quote with these songs where they came from. Like the more I speak them out loud, the more I feel like my faith grows in them even yeah. now. Right. And, uh, and it's like becoming a part of my, not just a part of my head, but a part of my heart. So I would say that's just full speed ahead in this idea that we're children of God. Sure. Um, but there's a verse in John where it says, all, and all who believed in him, talking about Jesus, and all who believed in him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God, hmm. um, which is an interesting way to view the idea of children of God, because I think a lot of people, and the, you know, we use that word, it's like, we're all children of God, everybody on the on the earth. And in some ways, some ways, we I guess we could use the word children as that's true. You know, we're all his creation, we all came from him right. in some way, you know, but as far as being a part of his family, like in a biblical, spiritual sense, like we're not all children of God, like from the womb, you know? Sure. Um, it, it's like a, it's like another step that we are given, like we're given this gift, but also a responsibility to say, Hey, like God says, Hey, this is my love. This is my plan. This is my purposes. This is my son. This is, this is life, but you got to step into it. You know, yeah. it's, it's like, if you got to believe it and follow and take up your cross and, and, and you will, and that, that it's, it's like something, it's a gift that we need to step into. And that's like, um, something I'm excited to share with believers and non-believers alike. Sure. That there's, there's like a life filled with victory and like that, that I try to step into every day. And, you know, I, um, I don't always do that, but, um, there's a life like full of victory and promise and freedom and joy, sure. um, free from like jealousy and envy, free from insecurities and shame. Um, and it's called being a child of God and stepping to an act, the identity that Jesus won for us on the cross. Hmm. And, um, and that, that's kind of my message with this new record and yeah. um, what I want to leave people with. And I sure. hope these songs inspire people to just take that step closer to Him. Awesome. That's it for this week's episode. If you could, head over to iTunes, leave us a rating and a review. It really helps us get connected with more people over there. And we have just finished our West Coast Conference this past weekend. It was an incredible time. We're looking forward to coming to Fort Wayne in May. We're going to be out in Ohio in June, and we have just so many other cool things coming up. And the only way to keep track of all that is probably going to be to get onto our email newsletter. So you can hit the contact form on our site, get in touch with us if you want to be a contributor, if you want to get plugged into the community. There are just so many ways to get plugged in. I look forward to hearing from you. God bless you today.